0: Back uh, to a, another edition of uh, Talking to Strangers. This is season two, episode two. Um, we are just—you guys just finished listening to um, Campaign Two's episode two, the end of the first session here. Um, so we just want to make sure that we uh, got someone else on here uh, because uh, going to have a lot coming forward. With uh, Jenny and Dan joined us last week. Uh, so I have special things uh, pointed out for um, for Jonathan and Ant uh, coming up So I want to make sure that I got our fifth party member in here So Tom, welcome Hello Yeah. So we are exclusively um, going to be talking about episodes 1 and 2 We have already recorded uh, the second session So uh, Tom promises he will try not to spoil anything And I <laughs> do the same um here um i've learned that i should probably record all these before we record the next session just to stop this from happening so we apologize for any spoilers that may pop out unintentionally um so first off tom um the question that i have asked you know Anton, and um dan and jen last week and i'll ask everybody the first time they're on here um how did it feel getting back on the dnd horse uh, it felt
1: good. Uh, it was a little confusing for me because I'm playing a character that I've ne- like a uh, a race and everything else that I've never played before in any of our one shots or anything like that. So it was uh, interesting to try to relearn how to do everything. Because if it was just if I was just going back and playing Tiresias, it would have been one thing. But going back, coming into a brand new character and stuff. Just made me have to be a little more, uh, a little more conscious of what I was doing and trying to figure out how to make sure I was not being a terrible D and D player.
0: <laughs> so, um, any any thoughts so far, um, through the first two episodes on on the uh, your new compatriots? Um, what were your any uh, initial reaction you had when you first? uh uh interacted with them it's going
1: to be an interesting dynamic i think um we went from a case where ant kind of drove the story uh with pizza tacos to i feel like i feel like jen and i could take a more uh main role with our characters here just because of the way uh the way they're they're built i guess and what the story kind of is going forward. Uh even I think Jonathan's character could end up being way more of a main character as well. It's also helps that he's starting from the beginning with us. So uh it should be interesting to see how that continues.
0: Yeah. Yeah it's it's been interesting um so far. I think you guys are just starting to settle. Um everybody will hear that in the next couple episodes here. Um especially in Um, uh, battle-wise and also RP-wise in that um, there were some little things um, in the next session that you guys will hear um, that was pretty cool uh, that um, I don't know if you guys even picked up on that that I noticed but sticking with the first two episodes you got first chance uh, to get back into battle Um, you also got introduced to probably um, the first big major story point of this uh, arc of the game. Um, For those of you that didn't listen to Season 1 of Stranger Damies, I like splitting everything into arcs um, in the term of, it doesn't matter how long they take, it's just, in my mind, I have what I consider the end point, as long as it takes them to get there, as long as it takes them to get there. So if they want to meander and do side quests, feel free. But um, you uh, all got introduced to the, the first you know thing whether you confront it or not it's up to you but um (laughs) what was your um initial thoughts of the introduction of the six
1: uh my my initial thought was dear god we have to face six of these things uh it's a little scary just because we don't really know a whole lot about what they are or what kind of power they have or how many people they control so it's it at first it's definitely a little daunting to to know that there's six uh quote-unquote bad guys we might have to deal with um whether whether they're the bad guys or not who knows that, that's that's the beauty of one of these uh uh new new campaigns is you don't know anything at the beginning and we're kind of learning just as much as the audience is
0: yeah yeah it's a uh... When I was going into this, um, I was trying to... Because I was, thankfully, on boarded last time by doing the starter set, uh, Lost Minds of Phandelver. Um So I was able to pick through that and sort of do the first arc um, through there. And I threw some things in, took some things in the backstory. Um, so starting this new thing here, um, I wanted to give you at least something to chomp on. Um, and, you know... Don't, you're, you're, you're level three, um, so then, no, uh, the thing for you guys, um, I think for most of you, it's your first time going to a second campaign, so Mm -hmm. it's that, it's that sort of cool down effect that we ended the last season, uh, spoilers for anybody that hasn't watched campaign one, um, uh, fighting for arch devils in hell, um, (laughs) which is, or having a couple of them fight for you, Mm -hmm. um. But, you know, that's like end of the world, like Lucifer was going to be resurrected, you know. Well, yes, it's it's that typical
1: JRPG thing where you start out fighting, fighting against a moth and then you're fighting God at the end. So,
0: yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it was I had to find out a way to make it something that didn't seem world threatening, but it was at least something really important to the area that would also um uh you know um I'm trying to think of the right word. Um not not seem underwhelming, I guess is the right word for it. You know, right. just something. And I hope I did that when we go and you guys listen to the next session. Um and um as I uh open the world up to you a little bit more going forward. Um you know it's not gonna be like still Ben where everything was depressing, you know. Um, and you had to take things out. You can you can deal with these people how you want to deal with them, you know. Um, so I am excited about that. But um, I know you said first time playing character. Um, what was the one thing that surprised you in your first battle as a monk?
1: How little damage I can do. <laughs> That's kind of the thing that threw me. I guess I didn't really know what to expect from being a monk. I know they don't deal... Granted, I came from playing a Paladin, which is way more of a tank than a a Monk is, but um, I imagine a lot more abilities will will get unlocked as we level up. But in the beginning, uh, it helps that a Monk can have two attacks, which is not something you normally have so early. Uh, And I think that helps. Granted, I don't do nearly as much damage as... Uh, as a normal tank would, but it does help to have two actions uh, if you're using monk weapons.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and obviously that's, uh, you know, one thing that it, some the book doesn't really explain a little bit, um, but, um, you know, remedying that shortly will be great. Um, the one thing, uh, as you'll know, as you're reading through, I don't know if you already have, But a lot of what the monk does is basically what your key points do. Mm. It's a lot of where your damage or effectiveness in a battle, um, you know, comes out. So, you know, it it goes a lot from, as you said, being a paladin, swinging basically the buster sword from Final Fantasy VII um, (laughs) by the end of the campaign um, around to, you know, using those points effectively, you know, stunning strike and... Flurry of Blows and you get more things in the future, you know, where you can sort of set up things for your teammates. Um, sort of, I guess the best example would be a monk in D&D 5e can be very much like a support character in like an Overwatch or something where you're sort of setting everything up for everyone else. Um, yeah. To sort of yeah, I'm knock imagine- down.
1: Yeah, I'm imagining like the monk is way more of a support than than a damage dealer.
0: Yeah, I'm sure as you get into higher level monk weapons, that can change, or if you if you cla- or if you spec it a different way, I guess you'll see feats and stuff that come out, come up. You can probably make it, you know, more damage dealing. You know, get gauntlets and things like that, um, as you're doing it. Um, but yeah, it's it's very much a change because paladin is a different kind of support in terms of I you use shield of faith a lot and stuff like that. If I remember mm-hmm. correctly last time, um, but it'll be interesting for me um, watching you um, just figure out sort of the versatility of a monk in battle, and just and just see what you do with that because you can you can go many different ways as you'll see when you start leveling up here.
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously, battle for me is like the 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 main part that I enjoy about D and D. So. Uh, I'm going to be trying to learn as much as possible as a monk to try to figure out how to make myself a better, uh, asset to our party.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It, it, I love, I know I tease you guys for not having a cleric, but I do love the, the makeup of your party. Um, it's just the one thing I mentioned is you just got to remember to go buy potions. Um. You know, whenever you get into a town, it's got a lot of potions. I, I will
1: reiterate, I offered to be a cleric,
0: but everybody's <laughs> like, oh, no, we're
1: good. We don't need a cleric. We'll be fine.
0: Yeah. And, sure. and, and, and you know, I only tease because you can't get away without a cleric. Like I said, you just got to be aware of buying potions. like Right, which is something time... we never...
1: That's something we never worried about previously. So now everybody yeah. has to relearn how to play yeah. and purchase things. Another yeah. thing is money management because previously we kind of just didn't need to buy anything, so yeah. we all had tons of money. But now that we have to purchase things, it's going to be way different.
0: Yeah, and I'm doing a um uh, as you'll as you'll see um coming up. Uh, I can spoil it here because it's not. It's just going to be a game mechanic. Um, what I'm doing essentially for shopping is last time we got a lot into uh, Ant with a lot of his persuasion and deception and stuff like that. We just pick a price and then try and have me beat him to um, you know, not have it be that price. Um, mm. I felt that was a little unfair, um, <laughs> just and not fun because we would just go back and forth with dice rolls, you know, right, and not really. Um, have any fun, and we can do a little bit more improving now that it's sort of like a 50-50, not fifty-fifty—but um, sort of, you know, he rolls a persuasion. I have a DC in my head for how much of a good, how good of a shopkeeper this person is. You know, the shadier the person, the harder it is to scam them, essentially. Um, that makes sense. yeah. So you know, and the more small townish you know the person is the probably easier it is to pull one over on them um so essentially if if he beats the dc with his persuasion role, it's half off um what i say only because i one of my goals for this campaign is i want you guys to learn money management <laughs> um, yeah
1: i again last time we we didn't really need anything so now i think it'll be a a, a definite task for everyone to actually yeah. use use their money wisely.
0: Yeah, and you're also going to have to, you know, they, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a better job on my end building up the towns, um, just because since we're going to be going more frequently, um, there's going to be a lot more of you guys just exploring towns and exploring the lands around. Um, you know, since we're not doing this once a month, you know, um, so it'll it'll mean I have to build out the towns a little bit more because last time it wasn't worth it for me to go hella deep into, um, you know, building out a town, even after I did like the first couple, cause I learned you guys mm-hmm. would be there for like a session and then just leave. Um, <laughs> so I only need to make like one or two shops and be gone. Um, now I got to go back to what I was doing at the beginning of the last campaign. Um, just for that stuff but yeah i think my goal and you can um let me know if it's a good idea or if, if you have any thoughts on it my goal as a dm this being only my second time doing this but i feel that um outside of my thing where i just let you guys control the play i have you know a bunch of things that you could do but it's your choice what you do um i'd rather than keeping you on rails um That's my number one uh, tenet of, you know, um, being a DM. Uh, My number two is I want to at least um, teach you something um, while you play the game. Um, You know, last time I was just basically teaching you the game. So that was my, you know, you guys have to learn everything. Now it's like, okay, now we're going to start learning some money management stuff. You know, if you ever get a wizard in your party, um, I might start. Teaching about components, and needing to purchase those, you know, and just things like that to learn, so that um, you know, if we ever do one shots and things like that, you guys can, you know, be able to experiment with classes, right? Um, because you, you'll know what to do. Um, I, I think my final question um, before we, you know, it's a little bit shorter of one this week, um, just because this was basically all battles, um, and um it's not much to talk about it wasn't a very intricate battle um um in this second episode it's sort of a warm up to let you guys um uh learn how to how to fight um but but my last thing um for you especially uh tom is um are are you um sorta of, now that you've gone through a whole thing of a whole a campaign Um, with the character and saw how a story develops and all that. um, Do you find um, your brain sort of um, trying to think of things um, for Iggy um, going forward um, rather than just sort of like with Tyrese, sort of sitting back um, and reacting, like you're feeling a little more proactive with him in the story? Yeah, I feel
1: like this character kind of has more of a motivation, more of a thing he's trying to get, trying to accomplish, trying to do, as opposed to Tiresias, who was kind of just along for the ride, and he didn't really have a lot to... uh, He didn't really have, like, a a big storyline for himself, if that makes sense. I mean, he didn't... He was mostly just, like, a... He was mostly there to just protect... um, Jen's character and and the dragon, so it's not yeah. like he, it's not like he was that he had a specific thing he was looking for. Which I commend you wholeheartedly for being able to come up with a story for that character <laughs> and give give me something to do.
0: Yeah, yeah, it, it was kind of fun. Um, uh, I would say ninety percent. Thank uh, Hideo Kojima and Death Stranding. Um, <laughs> for giving me a pretty fun thing to do um, because I already knew where we were going in terms of, um, you know, going to the hells. So um, having that whole, I think it's ha and ka or whatever, um, the body and soul essentially mm-hmm. um, yep. thing where I didn't go too much into that philosophy. It was just sort of, all right, Tiresias is so good one of the f- best things to tell why he's so like perfectly good is that, you know, that they literally ripped the evil out of him <laughs> and, and accidentally created another person, you know, and that if it wasn't for the death stranding thing. I couldn't, I, cause that's one of the major story points of that game. Um, I would have been able to come up with that, and then we had some fun with it. Um, But, yeah, I'm excited for your, um, you know, your character. We have something, um, you know, because I I asked remind everybody that may not listen to last week, or I apologize if you have. Um, My whole thing was I wanted them to sort of have one character goal or mission or something, I sort of equated to like the loyalty quest in in Mass Effect 2 for any of you anybody out there that's played that, um, where it's one thing their character has got to do, and you know um, not so much loyalty. That there's a whole different function for that in, in in Mass Effect 2, but sort of like all right, you know this is the one thing um, we've already found out part of Ants, um, you know part of part of Barris's, um, mm. You know, so far, Um, you know, so um, we're sort of leading with that at first because his was the easiest to, um, you know, lead into um, out of the ones that everybody has. You know, some, as we discussed on the character episodes, will take the entire season to probably tell, (laughs) the entire campaign or most of it. Um, Others will just come up depending on where you guys go on the map. Um, to even where some of you guys don't even know. Um, So we'll see. Um, I think we'll have some fun with that. and It'll be a lot more fun than uh, basically coming up on the fly um, with some things um, like I did last time. So look forward to that. Um, So as we always do um, in these interviews um, on Talking to Strangers, I know I've already talked a lot. Um, in this, but I always like to give my players a chance. If you listen to any of these in the past, um, to ask any questions, um, that they may have, um, they may not have any, but anything they may have, um, Tom, as we went through the first two episodes here, um, anything that went through your head or, um, that's not spoiler related, um, that, that, that you're just itching to ask.
1: Uh, I want to know what what decade we're gonna get all of our references from in this <laughs> <laughs> in so, this campaign.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I I I'm not narrowing it down to a decade because that that sort of confined me a little bit. Um, I did want to expand the '90s last time. Um, I had a whole thing where um I had more of it than just the Power Ranger gimmick I did. Mm. Um. With this, with the animated suits of armor, um, but it was just, it just became too much of a, you know, um, too high concept, or maybe may, there's probably a better word for it, contrived. That's the word. It would become too contrived. <laughs> um, you know, if I kept trying to force, you know, those things in there, um, so. Yeah, essentially, it's just going to be fun references this time. Um, like I had a pretty uh, good reference um, in the first episode, uh, naming the character Jom Antana, um, which makes a lot of sense if you read the description, what the reference is. And I sort of drill it home in the next session. Um, if you if you didn't get it yet, I was sort of, you know, mcbaining it um, a little bit. Um in terms of make sure you got it um but yeah yeah not everything's going to be a reference but you know i try to make most things fun instead of just being oh there's another goblin you know um, no yeah
1: it keeps me invested for sure as as we're as we're playing i, I like looking for you know the next yeah. the next uh thing i can uh recognize from you
0: and and one thing, and if um, Tom has a second question, um, I can probably leave, leave it at this. The one thing I love, I was watching, listening to, preparing for this, um, as I always do, um, as I did before, um, you know, the first campaign, um, I listened through uh, the Adventure Zone's Balance Arc, which is the first one they did. Um, and just the way... I love listening to that because just the way Griffin tells that story and sort of it does what I ended up doing in the first campaign, but a lot better than I did. Um, sort of taking, he they start off in Lost Minds too, and sort of he goes through that and then makes his own story and then sort of ties it in. Um, mm-hmm. It's always very inspiring. It's very well done. So it, it, and one of the favorite things in that is that They've had a couple puzzles in there um, that are a little bit of, like, references. That, like, if you get the reference, you'll get the puzzle sort of thing. Ooh, um, so that's one of the things I want to incorporate into this. It's sort of like, hey, if you've been paying attention and taking notes, you know, um, this puzzle should be rather easy for you to solve. You know, or this riddle or figuring out where the certain thing is, you know, as I got, I think a bunch of people are taking notes from watching the video, um, <laughs> yeah. in it. So, um, you should be fine. Uh, and that's another thing outside of the money managing is I'm going to rely on you guys to remember things. So I would get together and discuss the exposition that I left at the, <laughs> at the beginning of episode three. Um, <laughs> Just so you can make sure everybody has notes on that Um, thankfully you can re-listen the podcast if you want um, to get anything you miss but yeah that's my goal is to have the audience have a ha ha or eureka moment or you know something um, with a reference I make um, you know and when it pops up later it's something else it's always fun Um, so uh, if you do not have another question I think we'll wrap it up here no I'm good yeah 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 so thank you for joining me um like i said um probably uh next week i'm probably going to get jonathan and uh someone probably jen or dan or uh, probably not aunt probably either one of jen or dan or both depending on if they both want to do it uh, with jonathan um you know just because i want to talk through some things um especially with him um and then the week after that, which will air as episode four, is definitely going to be an ant um, one, just because of something that happens in that fourth episode um, that I think will be a good discussion back and forth between me and him, um, without anybody else on the on, on the recording. So um, be on the lookout for that. It's a little teaser for the fourth episode of Talking to Strangers. Ooh, teaser. Um, yeah, it'll it'll be a fun discussion. Um, I don't know how long it'll be, but it'll be a fun discussion to have. Um, so be on the lookout for that. And like I said. Um, And it's said in the first episode, uh, please tweet us at Stranger Damies if you have any questions. Hashtag Stranger Damies. um, And just ask us any questions you have. I would love to do an episode of maybe just me answering the questions. Or maybe we get to a little bit closer to a Talks Machina um, style of show where I have a bunch of questions for for guests. Um, We'll see how it goes. Um, But I would love to get some audience interaction. Um, in that way um, so please feel free to do it I will mention it on the streams all the time it's one of my goals for this campaign is to at least start incorporating that so um, please help us out with that um, all of our uh, podcasts air on the channel you're listening to here um, wherever you get your podcast um, Instagram is at Stranger Damies. we'd love to get fan art on there so feel free to send that on over to us, strangerdamies at uh, gmail.com. Um, and uh, we stream our sessions now. Um, it, it'll, be, um, it'll be Sundays at noon, um, and it's every other week. So um, we should be airing one um, the Sunday after this comes out. Um, if not, it'll be the next Sunday. Then it'll be every other Sunday after that, so you can kind of get your schedule together. Um, So uh, be on the lookout for that We'd love to have you in chat Um, We take questions between uh, episodes Because we do, you know, half and half And then I split them up into two episodes um, For the podcast So, um, yeah Yeah, So uh, for Tom uh, I am Mark And uh, is it Wednesday yet?